In the last few episodes, I've started a mini-series introducing some of the tools and practices that allow for fast delivery of software, and ultimately delivery of value to our customer. In episode 18, I introduced source control, what it was, why your developers will be using it, and the value it brings. In episode 19, I then looked at the stage after source control, continuous integration. I described how continuous integration allows us to find problems faster, allowing us to address them much more cost-effectively and making software development much more productive. Then in the last episode, I introduced continuous delivery. It builds on continuous integration and makes the releasing of our software as easy as a button press. Through automation, we make our, releases, our release process a repeatable, reliable, easy non-event. In this episode, I introduce continuous deployment. Welcome to the Better Return on Investment from Software Development Podcast. A podcast aimed at those that fund software development and those that work with them. In a series of short weekly podcasts, I, your host Mark Taylor, hope to educate and inform on why traditional management processes won't get you the best return on your investment. And along the way, I'll provide some advice on how to improve that. Wikipedia describes continuous deployment as, begin quote, Continuous deployment is a software engineering approach in which software functionalities are delivered frequently through automated deployments. Continuous deployment contrasts with continuous delivery a similar approach in which software functionalities are also frequently delivered and deemed to be potentially capable of being deployed but are actually not deployed. End quote. The simplified summary of continuous deployment is that it is the same as continuous delivery but there is no button press. Our software is released automatically. The removal of the manual step to put our software into production, that's it. But that is a great oversimplification to paraphrase, it's one small step for deployment, one giant leap for an organisation. The actual technical difference between continuous delivery and deployment is relatively trivial. The impact on an organisation culture, however, can be huge. And pre predominant amongst this is a perceived lack of control. Continuous delivery requires a manual action to release the software. Someone needs to press the button. As such, an organisation can derive a sense of control by implementing a level of bureaucracy around the approval to allow someone to press that button. Often I find the bureaucracy is adding little in any real value. In fact, more often than not, due to the work that goes into coordinating and facilitating bureaucracy, I would actually suggest that it's actually a considerably poor return on investment. Often these bureaucracies are little more than expecting someone to say they are aware of the change. And as there is little responsibility required, other than ticking a box, there is generally no greater control of risk achieved from it. It is there purely to make an organisation feel comfortable that there are controls in place, even though in practice there very rarely are. But for all my logical arguments against the need, there is commonly still a strong emotional attachment to that control. And this is why I treat it as a giant leap for an organisation. Diluting perceived control is commonly a very difficult thing for an organisation, especially among the executive level. I talked about some of the key cultural changes an organisation needs to be comfortable with back in episode 11, and as per that episode, achieving it brings considerable step change to the organisation. 
To have reached a state of continuous deployment, you will have already have achieved a reliable and safe method of getting code from your development team to your customer. You will have a reliable and safe method of storing your software code in using source control. You will have a reliable and safe method of validating that code changes are integrated together and validated against unit tests. You will have a reliable and safe method of releasing those changes to the customer. If you then combine this with post-release monitoring as I described in episode 15, you will also have a post-release safety net. This gives you all of the te technical capabilities to operate continuous deployment and achieve the benefits that come from it. From continuous deployment, you can achieve much faster delivery of value to your customer than just continuous integration or delivery. You are capable of having your, your development team make very small changes and get them to the customer many times a day. This greatly increases throughput, as all the effort is concentrating on getting a change to the customer. The team can operate in the minimum viable product style I described in episode 6. They can generate a theory and test it within minutes or hours rather than months or even years. Risk is considerably reduced. The changes are small, thus greatly reducing the potential for impact. The changes are active in the development team's mind at the same point the customer is trying the software. The development team can react to the customer feedback or any problem immediately. Contrast this to code that would have been written six months ago. The cost to resolve or even investigate any problem is considerably inflated by that time delay. And of course you have deferred gaining benefit from the investment for six months. That's going to be a poor return on your investment in anyone's book. I've yet to find an organisation that doesn't want to achieve fast delivery of software changes. I've yet to find an executive that wouldn't dearly love to have an idea at 10am, have it being actively validated by a real customer by 2pm, and rolled out to the entire customer base by the end of the day. And that is the promise that continuous deployment can help you achieve. I'm not saying it's easy or necessarily cheap to achieve. It certainly isn't something you can just buy, regardless of what consultancies may claim. I do, however, feel that it's a worthwhile investment to make, both in cost and cultural change. In this episode, I introduce continuous deployment, a step on from continuous delivery by automating the button press. I've acknowledged that while this is a relatively trivial change from a technical perspective, it can be quite monumental from the organisational perspective. And finally, I've talked about the benefits that continuous deployment can help your organisation to achieve. This podcast has been hosted by me, Mark Taylor. It has been produced by Redfold Consultancy, a consultancy that can help you achieve better return on your software development investment. You can contact them or sign up to the mailing list at red-folder.com or you can reach out to me at Twitter at redfoldermark. In the next episode, I'll complete this mini-series introduce some of the tools or practices that allow for fast delivery of software and ultimately delivery of value to our customer. In it, I will discuss techniques to handle incomplete work. <laughs>